Hey, welcome back to another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed with Thaddeus and Evan, where we have good conversations with good people, and any good conversation worth having is worth having drunk. And we are still down here live at the Profit Rocket HVAC Growth Summit in Sin City, lovely, lovely Las Vegas. Today we had TJ Hartnett on from Flywheel Coaching Group. And for those that don't know TJ, just a genuine down-to-earth person that is absolutely phenomenal in what he does, in how he does things. Really, really humble. And I mean, a few different things, obviously, we got into in in terms of the coaching, but daily metrics that somebody needs to run on a day-by-day basis to really understand how to run their business, always a good thing. I mean, anybody who's listened to the show for a minute knows that I like the numbers and I like to go down the KPI rabbit hole. And that was one of the rabbit holes worth going down. Here's another thing. Have you ever heard of something called a desk along? No? Mm, listen to that part of the show. It was great. You're going to love this episode. Enjoy. All right. We are back and we are live for the second time today because we were <laughs> muted the first time. So I think everybody can hear us now at the Service Rocket 2022 in Las Vegas. Well, we have TJ Hartman on from Flywheel Coaching Group. How are we doing, fellas? I'm doing pretty good. We're going to. My favorite Canadians. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that we could repeat everything that we say because we're muted for the first six minutes? I yeah. think authenticity is like really important. So let's just do it again, but still different. All right. Cool. And better. All right. Yeah. And better. What's been your top takeaway so far from the event down in Vegas? Oh, man. That's a different question. See, now you switched it. You said we we're going to do the same thing. Top that take- was what I said. That's what I started. Oh, no, it is not. Oh. I would say top takeaway so far, man. Let's see. Man, I, I don't know how else to say this other than if you don't know Tommy Mello, you need to. I agree. I just don't. I've been around this industry a long time. October 4th was 28 years. Wow. And that's almost as old as me. Shut up. <laughs> this is why I like Evan better. He, he, he doesn't say these things. So, no, but it's just one of those things where sometimes you wonder if you're on an island mm-hmm. in this home services yep. space. And what I realized is like, he's my brother from another mother and the way that he cares for people and his vision about, it's not about what they grow to or the revenue that they generate or any, it's literally like those things are important, but they're only important because they allow him to care for other people at a deeper level. And I don't know, man, like I, if that guy needs anything, all you got to do is pick up the phone. And it's funny because you mentioned the word care and of our guest yesterday, same theme. You yep. care about the people, right? Is people product price. And we actually care. And I like Dustin when he talked about it yesterday from any hour. His role now isn't so much the employees part of the people. It's or sorry, the customers part of the people. It's the employees part of the people. So there's two sides of that. But when you care about both, you can create an amazing organization. One thing that I know, like Tommy dropped some fire on stage uh, this morning. And in these events, you always have conversations with a lot of different people. At Flywheel, we have our foundational five. Ooh, what is your foundational five? So every like client, when like we start that, them up. I let that in there pretty uh, nice. See, wasn't yeah. that good? Yeah, it yeah, was that good. Was good. Yeah. Yeah. So foundational five at Flywheel is something that as we continue on, I become more and more passionate about. It was something at first that I got a lot of pushback on because people were like, no, I want to get to the fun stuff. And I'm like, that's great. But until we do this, the other shit doesn't matter. So foundational five for us, we start with looking at your pricing, making sure you're priced right. And I'm going to be really transparent about that for a minute. The reason that we do that is because when I first started coaching, I didn't stand my ground and I allowed someone to sway me on helping them sell more now. All I did was help them sell at the wrong price now. So all I did is put them in a deeper financial crummy position faster. Yep. So pricing first, financial structure, your profit and loss statement, your income statement, those things, not so much for the accountant, but for you. So you can look at your financial statement 
and actually know what's going on in your business. Have it tell you a story. You should be able to look at it and in a couple of minutes. If you're bleeding, you should know where you're bleeding from. And if you're kicking ass, you mm -hmm. should know talking about controllers and CFOs and things like that. And man, Victor piped in and I'm like, I'm going to give him a big old hug for it. He's like, man, learn how to read your shit yourself before you start farming it out to somebody else. Correct. And I'm a huge fan of that. I'm not asking you to become a CPA, but I am asking you to be responsible and understand what things ought to be. Because until you do, you can't hold anybody else accountable to helping you get there and you're at the mercy of what they tell you three and four are your core values and your mission statement and then five is an organizational chart for the company you want to be in five years and the reason that those are those five is i think about in your business and this is for either one of you name one thing you can do in your business that won't point back to one of those five things nothing exactly so it doesn't matter what you really truly reach out to coaching that you want help with one of those things is going to be a need to be in place in order to give good advice so when you're when you're at these events and you're hearing all this different information, you're getting advice from different people. And look, let's be honest. Some people have really good intentions and other people just like to hear themselves talk, right? Like I, Steve Van Horn said it best yesterday. Dude, I almost wet my pants in a session. Steve Van Horn goes, in the last 24 hours, we've had 28 self-appointed goats on Facebook for the HVAC home services. <laughs> if it doesn't do all those things, then take it for what it's worth and let it go. It like everything funnels back to that and like the advice run it against your core values yeah that's going to be a big determining factor on if it is good or not is it in line with your core values and, and fuck even a decision in your business not even just advice like evan and i were talking about this with one of our employees the other day about about switching something and she actually's like that's not really part of our core value of over delivering i'm like okay so let's not do it because yeah. <laughs> uh, and so but she even checked us on our core values right and i think that's super important in that when you have your team, or if you're just a chuck in a truck right now, you still need to get those core values because now you can actually run those against them yourself. And if you do want to grow your business, now you have those in place, but then get your team to buy into those core values too. And now everything funnels and filters through that decision-making process and definitely helps out. Yeah. It's stuff that has to be re revisited every anywhere from 18 months to five years, depending on the size of your organization. And the chuck in a truck thing, I just want to address that real quick. Sure. That's how you stop chasing shiny shit is you get really clear about who you are and who you're not. And so when people come to me on the coaching side and they go, hey, man, I want to learn. I want my comfort advisors to learn how to go sell like 40 and $50,000 systems. I'm like, there's this really great guy. His name's Jason Walker. You should probably go talk to him. Not because I can't do it, but because that's not really what I'm gifted at. Gifting on my side is processes, procedures, getting the technicians to do it because it's the right thing to do. Mm. Caring about people, getting all your numbers and all those things. Can I? teach comfort advisors yeah so i get fired up in the morning about helping somebody sell a forty thousand dollar system no i really don't care what the system costs as long as it's the right solution for the client i like that hundred percent one of the things that's become a common theme in a lot of guys that i've talked to here is they don't know what they don't know and i've said it numerous times on this show and actually highlight of this event for me was when i had someone come up to me and said ignorance is not bliss ignorance is pain I was like, oh, where'd you hear that? He's like, your show. <laughs> it was amazing. It was heartwarming. <laughs> what, as a contractor, what do I need to know daily in order to run my business effectively? So I don't want to sound like a jerk, but as much as you can. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so we've got all these different CRMs now, right? We've got all of them. And then we have Sarah. Right? So I'm just put that out there, Billy. Love you, man. This show brought to you by Sarah Systems. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> um, tech. But in all seriousness, stop paying attention to results and start paying attention to behaviors. Yep. So 
you can pay attention to average ticket. What the hell are you going to do about it? If I come to you, Thaddeus, and I'm like, hey, brother, when you sell digital marketing, your average ticket's like 3600 bucks, and I need it to be like 8500 bucks. Do you have any actionable items you can take and go do? To No, hell no. So if I'm looking at the behaviors, though, so let's put it in the technician terms. Evan, right now, your average ticket's 450 bucks, man. I need it to be like 750 Nothing you can do. But if I come to you and go, hey, Evan, I noticed that you're averaging like 0.7 options per opportunity, which means there's literally people that when you go see them, you're giving them no options to say yes to. Could you do me a favor in this week? Could you just really focus on giving everybody at least three choices of something to say yes to? Just do that. Don't do anything else. Just three choices to something to say yes to. And let's see what happens at the end of the week. What do you suppose might happen? Gonna, I suppose more guess, sales would happen. I'm going mean, to guess their average tickets can go up. Higher sales. Absolutely. Correct. But here's the other thing. How many of your technicians got in this business because they like selling shit? Many. Pretty much none of them. So the more and more we talk about the dollar, the more and more they turn their ears off when we're trying to talk to them. So from that side of things, when we talk about the behaviors, when we talk about options per opportunity, tests per call, converted calls, how many people you find with a problem and leave and they don't have that same problem anymore. The more times we do that and talk about that, the more aligned we are with who our technicians want to be. And so it helps us reach them at a better level. So in terms of daily metrics that I want to be looking at as a business owner. So daily metrics, I mean, obviously total sales is something that's really important. Yep. But let's get super, super clear on this. The number one daily metric that you need to know is your billable hour. You need to know what you've got to charge in order to do things. Next metric is booking rate. And I would challenge that most of us, even the really, really killer operators, are not doing what we need to do to actually know our booking rate. You mm -hmm. know, Tommy mentioned it earlier today that, oh, we don't count that because of this, or we don't, are you crazy? You paid to make the phone ring, that shit counts. And here's the thing, it's not gonna count to hold somebody like Blameful. It counts so that we can under, uncover it. If there's a challenge, right? Maybe we sent out a direct mail piece that went somewhere it shouldn't. Right. And all of a sudden this week, we get 10 calls that are outside of our serving area. If that shit just gets excused, you never uncover that your direct mail thing screwed up. If we don't count the ones where the CSR felt like that person was just shopping, right? So they excuse it. If we're not paying attention to it, then that stuff doesn't count. So booking rate. And so what ended up happening this, I love you guys, but here's what happens. People call you and start bitching at you that you're not delivering enough leads. Yep. When really all it is, is they're just not closing enough of the leads that are coming in. And then they spend more money in marketing and get more irritated with you because now we went from spending three grand a month to five grand a month and we're still not any better because all we did was make the phone ring more for us to suck at answering the phone. Call recording. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> right? Massive. Like, right? Massive. If you're not, if you are not <clears throat> recording your calls as an organization, and a disclaimer, look into your local laws and what you actually need to say when somebody calls yep. to be to know if you actually can. It, I know some states are, as long as one person knows that the calls are being recorded, you're good to go. Some require both people to know. So look into that. But then have those call recordings so you can actually go back and analyze and listen or have a member of your team go back and analyze and listen for coaching and training purposes. You got to do a desk along, even if you don't record your calls. Yep. It's really easy. Phones have this thing called a headset and there's this other great thing called a duplex. I have one. And so you can plug the duplex in and then plug two headsets in. One headset has a microphone and one doesn't. You wear the one that doesn't have a microphone and you just listen to what's happening on the call. Desk along. And then here's the other piece that, that goes along with that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, I'm watching Thaddeus over here, and he's ADHD more than me because every person that walks by. Oh, yeah. And he's so then I'm total squirrel. Yeah. And so then I'm watching his eyes. Sorry about that. So it's like my ADHD. But I'm listening. From that side of things, with when it comes to the desk along side of things, if you're not recording calls, 
let's be really clear. There's still something you can do. It's called a tick sheet. And it's really simple. Just get a piece of paper and split it into four sections. One section is call received. Second section is vendor. Third section is confirming appointment. And fourth section is booked or unbooked. The only things that come off of your opportunity situation are the vendors and the confirming appointment because those really aren't opportunities for you to book a call. But here's another secret. Make sure those things have their own fucking phone number to go through so they're not coming through all your marketing lines. Yep. Well, so, it goes back to call recording. Like you can have a multitude of different phone numbers. You know, my wife's, my mom's, my dad's, and Evan's. I don't even know Thad's. Rude. <laughs> and I'm just, I would be curious to ask this to somebody that's like a VoIP expert. How many numbers can you have that tie into one? I'm pretty sure there's like a pretty high number one of our systems that we use you can have as many as you want yeah it's, just it's, it's just forward yeah it's called forwarding right so yeah. you can have as many different phone numbers and it forwards to one main number but then what you can see is you can actually see the data on the tracking and you can see called answered or not answered too that's another important see, message, see how right? i love that up right? for you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and, so reach and, out to onpurposemedia.ca i remember when we had call tracking we had cassie on the show cassie pound and she talked about how they found out through call recording that one of their employees called their google ads phone number they search for the name quality comfort search the business name the ad came up and they called from the ad so now that employee cost them amen that cost them money right to phone the fucking office right if you don't have call recording that doesn't happen you don't find that out and here's the other thing how many times is that happening oh god because i will freaking guarantee you that is not the exception i bet you that happens way more often than people think so do you have a dedicated employee phone line Yep, we call it the back door line. I'm just, yep. that's what we did. And everybody knew. Everybody on their phone, like when we handed out the company phone, it had BDL in there. And they knew, just dial BDL. That's all That's all I want you to call. If you're going to call the office, you don't call any other number for this office. You call BDL. Because here's the other thing. CSRs knew that when that line rang, you answered it. Because that was one of the professionals, one of the team members in the field they needed something, that needed yeah. something. Yep. One thing you talked about and mentioned, and got to give credit where credit is due, good friend of ours who happens to be sitting across from us doing podcasting as well, Josh Crouch. He threw out a post about a week ago <laughs> talking about operations and how operations and marketing are directly tied in. And I had a call this week with an individual and I was asking questions about his operations. And he's like, listen, you're going to handle my marketing. I will handle the operations. I said, I'm sorry, but you're not our kind of client because they are hand in hand. Lead generation doesn't stop at the conversion. Lead generation continues on through the sale and for the next 5, 10, 15 years. Yep. That's what real marketing is. So if you don't understand the connection between marketing and operations, you're completely out to lunch. Not only are you completely out to lunch, but you're also kidding yourself. Absolutely. Because it's a different skill set. Yep. And the chances of you being a really good operator and being a really good leader and being a really good visionary and all these things and having that skill set too, you're less likely than a unicorn. Right. So get surround yourself with really good people and let them do what they do. Last question I want to ask you about here on topic, but a little bit off topic, creating a budget. Oh, there we go. Most businesses don't take the time to actually sit down and plan out a marketing budget, let alone a budget for how they run their business and how to set up pricing for the year. When it comes to budgeting, what is the first thing that people need to do in order to understand why it's important? Realize that you have a checkbook and that you can only write checks that work. <laughs> don't write checks that your ass can't cash I was that that exactly when the numbers are black <laughs> and then if they go to red they're no no seriously it's most businesses track revenue and most businesses track net profit but they have absolutely no clue what happened between the two 
to determine the number at the bottom. They also don't understand the relationship between some of those things as a percentage of revenue so that you can stay responsible and scalable in all those different areas. And I put it like this. If you were a farmer and you had livestock, would you have a fence? Probably. Would you have the fence the size of what like veal gets where they can't move? Or would you have like really nice open free area, but there's still a fence? Nice open area where there's still a fence. That's a budget. Right. It's not meant to constrain you. It's meant to allow you to operate freely within confines that keep you safe. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the purpose. Yep. And so if I don't know how to set a budget, where should I go, TJ? Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been teed up quite like that. At Flywheel, we are having a budget workshop coming up November 8th, 14th through the 18th. I say Dallas, Texas. It's really Argyle, Texas. Right. And I promise you, when you're on your way there, we're not taking you to where they film Deliverance. <laughs> Although it's going to feel that way on the trip. But when you come around the corner, you're going to see this absolute oasis of a space, which is the JB Warranties headquarters. And they've been gracious enough to invite me in to be able to host 15 companies. And that's literally where I'm capping it. And that's not like a scarcity play. That's, that's a legitimate for me to give you what you deserve. I can't do more than 15 people, like 15 right. companies. And the way it's set up is if you've never built a budget before, I need you there for five days. I need you there for the week. Because day one is literally going to be explaining what you need to know and why you need to know it so that the next four days make sense. If you've built one before, but not with me, I recommend it for four days. You don't necessarily need to know the why about the budget, but you are going to need to know what kind of data we need to mine. And we need a day to gather that stuff together because it's a little bit overwhelming for some. And if you have built one with me before, you're already signed up, number one. And number two, that only needs three days because you've already gone through it. Right. You can sign up for three days, four days, or five days, November 14th through the 18th. And all the materials are included. Your lunch is included each day. There's drinks, refreshments, things like that. Ooh, drinks. We cleared this up that I've asked you guys to please come speak on the value yes. of marketing and what has to happen. Untying it to your budget, right? Correct. How do you adequately forecast that itself? So we're looking forward to it. If you want more information, flywheelcg.com. Click on the events tab. It'll automatically push you down to the bottom where you will see the information. And you can hit the sign up form and it'll give you a little bit more information. I reach out to TJ that way. So TJ, been a slice. Thanks, I know buddy. we're not generally at our normal hour here, but I appreciate you taking the time out of the event to sit and chat with us. So My pleasure, guys. Always a pleasure. It was so. nice to finally meet you guys in person, right? right? Here's what I realized. I'm the chubbiest and the shortest. <laughs> 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 You're both taller than me and skinnier than me. I got I'll some work that, to do. I'll take that as a compliment right now. I'm eating a lot of <laughs> Halloween candy. We don't buy my, we My wife bought some more Halloween candy and then hid the box because if I know where it's at, I just eat the whole thing. So I have a cousin, Slick. He's the same way. But I just want to show my wife since we're on camera. Ooh, water. Deer. This I is the only thing I've been drinking on this entire trip. So it's true. I tried to feed him booze and he wouldn't take it. Nope, just water. Go. All right, well, TJ. It's a nice time. All right, buddy. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, brother. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed. Before you go, two quick things. First off, join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash HVAC Revealed. The other thing, if you took one tiny bit of information out of this show, no matter how big, no matter how small, all we ask is for you to introduce this to one person in your contacts list. That's it. That's all. One person. So they too can unleash the ultimate HVAC business. Until next time, cheers.